This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Feral Audio Welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. This Willie. <clears throat> our special guest uh, this evening is our, our our dear good friend Ed Salazar. Hey everybody, this Hi. is Ed Salazar. Hi Ed. Hi, hey Ed. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm super excited to be I here. I like the idea of uh, the listeners picturing us shaking hands right now. Hey Ed. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> we all go. We're all in suits with briefcases. <laughs> um, <clears throat> man, so. My eye's been twitching all day. You guys ever get that? Where it's just like fucking... I get that with certain weird parts like my arm, and I just watch it and be like, is this like, is there cancer blocking my blood? Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Dehydration, lack of electrolytes, potassium. That's not that, man. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no! I, I drink like automatic... No! I drink a lot of water. If there's one thing I'm not, yeah, it's dehydrated. But, but it also could be potassium. Because, like, I, I know this because I spent the last month working in a ware- warehouse making a mo- making a TV show and, like, forcing ourselves to, like, eat bananas every morning because you sweat out so yeah. much potassium. Your muscles will start shut down if you don't get enough. Well, I drink Soylent, and it has all the, of the recommended that's yeah. just dosages. Soylent is just people. That's the old movie. This is That's Soylent Green. Soylent is just uh, skin dust. Oh, oh. What, wait, is that a real... Yeah, someone named a product Soylent. Yeah, I think they did it ironically. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> the Matrix uh, porridge. Hmm. That's it's basically for gamers, you know? I mean, I think. I think it's for gamers that like don't eat. It's yeah. like, oh, we'll fucking eat this. I mean, I love the idea of it. It's kind of like Batsar Chow. It's like for people who are just t- too lazy to do anything else. You know? like, so half the time I, I start my day, it's like, I just want to get the meal out of the way. I don't need to fucking eat the best meal in the world. That's how things used to be, though. Like, that is how things used to be. Like, when you work on a farm, you get up, you can't eat right away because you have to go get the shit to make it. Like, you, I used to live in Nebraska. Like, you'd get up. And like you, the old farmer dude would drink like a beer with V8 in it and a handful of nuts and then go and work. And then right around from like six to nine work and then at nine have like a kind of bigger meal. Like that's how things used to be. Like you get going and then you eat. Uh, Ed's from Nebraska. Wade and I are from Colorado. We're uh, all from the, the small fucking towns. Yeah. We know how things work. Main Street, USA. <laughs> Main Street, USA, guys. Forgotten fucking America by Obama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ed is the uh, host of uh, Meltdown. What, what, he's a comedian. Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm uh, oh, I say host. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what... I don't know the word. 
I don't know. I'm like an audio mixer and clown and a warm-up guy, I guess. And then uh, I wrote for a TV show this season, wrote for Trip Tank, and now I'm just kind of... And I work in production and do other stuff. I'm around. I'm a man about town. Did you guys do a show last night? We did do a show last night with Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher as hosts. So neither Kumail nor Jonah were there. No, that was one of the few times that neither of them been there. Dude, get me and Wade to host it. Oh, God, I, would, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Jesus, the only time there would be more confidence and self doubt, like, <laughs> like it would almost match Kumail and Jonah's. <laughs> uh, so this is the show where we talk about sci-fi stuff. Sometimes conspiracy theories. I don't know anything about this topic. What is it? So today's topic, we're basically talking about how in the 1980s, the CIA basically ran crack cocaine. Uh, I mean, I mean, they, 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 they ran crack cocaine specifically to fund their operations uh, in Nicaragua. Right. It was... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the thing is, this, it's, it's, the, the implications of this are, are yeah. that a the CIA either were directly involved with the distribution of of cocaine to fund their black projects, mm-hmm. or that uh, they they just looked the other way; they knew it was happening. That's to me, that's the same thing. It's a, it's totally the same thing, and I we Willie and I talked about this a little bit because uh, I really recommend anyone. I'm not a huge conspiracy person. I'm not a huge like I, I think like there's possibilities for anything. But I think that one thing that I do believe is that people have a misconception about h- how evil can be done. Yeah. Like how you think evil can be done. Like people think that evil is done by like I want to destroy something so I have to build a gun and go shoot it. Really all you have to do is go I'm going to defund the people that are supposed to upkeep that thing and it'll just that's what they're doing that's what they want to do with Planned Parenthood they don't have to like pass a lot of it make Planned Parenthood illegal all they have to do is defund it and it goes away yeah so I can already tell this is going to be a very fun light episode (laughs) (laughs) why the fuck are we doing this this is just going to be well here's the thing is that like there the the reason why we're doing it is because there are people that do not believe that this is real right there's people who think like here's the thing you th- people, when people, uh, the TV show Narco just the came back evidence out. evidence is there. Go on. The, the TV show Narco is on Netflix now. I have not watched an episode. My dad is from Columbia. And I'm, people like come to me and like, have you seen Narco? Because they know I'm Colombian. And I'm like, have you seen Narco? And I'm like, I don't really want to watch a show that's about the shittiest part of like, yeah. my, like, 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 no one's watching like, the show about Japanese internment camps in America yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> yet. So, not yet. Well, I mean, we're going to produce it. It's going to yeah. be on Crackle. Once yeah, we yeah. pitch it, uh, sell it <laughs> yeah. then people will watch it. What's great is uh, connecting to the injustices. It'll be like MASH, only with <laughs> Japanese Holy people. Holy shit. My friend Kevin Kataoka, a very funny comic, was uh, wrote for a show called uh, W. Kumar Bell's... Uh, wait, wait. Say that story. W. Kumar Bell's show canceled. Um, and... Uh, he wrote for W. Kumail's show, and it's called canceled or it was no, no, canceled. It was, it was what was the name of Kumail's show? It was like I don't know names. I don't know. I've, I've never heard, heard that, that name, name before. But yeah. I don't know him. But he had a show, and uh, terrible. George Takai was on the show, and Kevin, my friend Kevin, talked to George Takai and found Kevin out that Nash? 
Kevin Hadoka found out that his dad and George Takai were in the same internment camp. Isn't oh that my fucking God. crazy? Crazy. That's just kind of, I mean, but like, that's a, you know, people are like, our government's a good government. And you're like, yeah, we also threw a bunch of Japanese people on but a But this is just going to be an hour and a half of us complaining about the government. This well, is an hour know. and a half? Well, <laughs> Generally, hopefully not. An hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though, is that like, we're going to go places with it. There, there is 100% concrete evidence that the CIA has done terrible things in the past. <laughs> and and what's weird is that like we're we're not stopping them. No. We're not stopping them. Who are we to stop them? Who do you mean? Who would stop them? Well the go- people anybody, would vote anybody anyone, yeah. who has oh, come any on. sort you believe that? who has any sort of power. What's funny is like we like look at how we portray like the Russian, the KGB people like Oh my god! Like you watch a movie with the KGB, and it's like that's crazy. These people are Eve. KGB is evil, and then you're like, we have a KGB. We just don't. They have like CIA. For some reason, uh, weird. You think of the American flag, and you think of the eagle, and all that just disappears. Uh, Okay, so here's the thing. I I love the idea that we came up with last episode of um, uh, a temperature gauge, basically before we start the podcast. Uh, I I I am one hundred percent. I am one hundred percent behind the fact that this is real. That this is real life, not sci-fi. Right. Uh, where you, where do you stand, Ed? Real life or sci-fi? I'd say eighty percent on that. Like this is all true. I don't know how like on fingertips, you know, fingerprints on the crack. CIA and uh, Wade. From what you've heard, even though we haven't been too specific, what do you think? I mean, this is just that same argument that the government does bad things. Yeah. Which I already agree with, so I'm gonna be. You're gonna be. I'll be. I depending on what you say, I'll be. I guess sixty percent real life. Okay. Because I feel we can get him to seventy-five by the end of this episode. Oh, I, 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 I feel like we can get way to. We can move that needle. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a fun topic. Like, no one's getting anally probed by the CIA. The, the other, the other implications of this. <laughs> Like okay, ho- hold on. There is there Wait, is, is someone getting anally probed. There is the yet? aspect of well, anally probed is weird because it's not specifically anal. That's just one of the things. Okay, okay. Uh, when it comes to this topic, uh, there are people that suggest that they that the CIA specifically introduced coke into black communities to keep them down, basically to take away their power. To to the war on drugs happened. At the yeah, same there's time. a Killer Mike song about it. Yeah, Reagan. Yeah, Reagan's a great song, which is like that. That's that is that quote that he pulls from that. Like, if you can go and listen to the raps on Reagan, where like at the beginning of the song, Reagan's like, "We did not sell drugs for arms," and then at the end, they they pull the second quote, which when they do find out that that actually happened, he says. I said that it didn't happen, but in my in my heart of hearts, I still believe that it didn't happen, even though it did happen. Like, which is yeah. an insane thing to say. Like, that's how government. That's how the government yeah. fucking works. It's like, well, even if it did happen, I believe it didn't happen, so it didn't happen because he got duped. Because he was basically saying, "I was a puppet, and I didn't know that was going on, and now I do." But that's not what he exactly Wait, can either says. Of you guys rap any part of this song? No, I don't no, know. No, no, I don't know it at all. <laughs> 
You know, uh, wrapping karaoke is the hardest thing ever because the words don't come up quick enough. Right. People. You just have to, to know the song. Move. People always try to do bust a move. Oh, I can do bust a move 100%. Really? Yes. I f- look, I do not. Be- only because I can do it without looking. Okay. Like, can you do a verse right now? Uh, you are okay, Smarty. Go wait, to wait, a party. Okay, Smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad. And no, food is served, right? Fuck, man. See, like, day's thing. function. Huh? Next day's to... function. High class luncheon. Food is served and you're stone cold munching. Music is it, People it's... start to dance. You, nearly, you ate so much, you nearly split your pants. <laughs> Bust a Move is the hip-hop version of It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine. Like, it's the... I, I do that song, too. I, I, can do an, I, I used to be able to songs. do that one without looking. Like great, dude. Like I further, I I keep saying this only specifically to Ed that we are the same person. Right? Yeah, that used to be my jam. Was like I'd go up and people would be like, "No, you can't do it. It's the end of the world as we know it." And I feel fine. And then I would just do it without even looking. That's great. It starts, starts with, with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplanes. Lenny, Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Church stupid. So don't need speed it up and not speed front. No speed flow. Ladder with a clatter with bitter fight downright. Wire with a. G- <laughs> this yeah, is sorry. fucking torture. Oh, well, What's funny is like. It's great for the listeners. People no, can't. It's, it's not. terrible you, here wait, for you. You just admitted to being the same person. And now you two are just going to talk about a subject <laughs> for an hour and a half. Something you already agree about. <laughs> no, but I'm sure that this is why it's interesting to me is because I'm kind of interested in where Willie and I will fight. Like where, where do we diverge? Because here's I, my thing. I read this article, and and this article prefaced with this. It was about it was about this fucking CIA crack conspiracy. Yeah, and it was like, okay, yeah, you know, like they've they've there is proof that the government uh, administered. And I say the government. I don't want to say the government. That the CIA was specifically doing tests involving um, with mind control and LSD, and they were giving LSD to unwitting, knowing participants. Which is a bummer because there's people willing to take it. That is one hundred percent true. But it also said that, like, well, these other fucking loony conspiracies, like JFK, and uh, and uh, and they listed two other things, and I was just like, oh, you fuck you, you're so wrong. And 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 the thing is, is that what pisses me off is that like. I feel like there is clear evidence within this CIA crack cocaine conspiracy that media is controlled also by the CIA. No one here's the thing, no one knows where crack cocaine came from. Like it just appeared. Like no one knows who invented crack cocaine. Like how the process of creating it just appeared at that time and all of a sudden it was in LA and New York almost this is pre-internet. This is not like that's the thing that people need to fucking realize. Like, this isn't like someone posted on a message board. Like, here's how to make crack cocaine. Like, you like, somehow or another, a, in on two separate sides of the country, all of a sudden, crack becomes an epidemic like that quickly. Like, now, where hold on, did let's it get, come? Yeah, let's, but let's talk also specifically about crack cocaine. But also, off. two different restaurants created. You know the French dip sandwich at the same time without <laughs> in the same city though. Yeah. Well, okay, and then if you want to talk about the Caesar salad, we could go there. It's wait, like wait, wait. three, the three dip, different. What were the restaurants? It's Phillips, 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 and Phillips. and I don't, I don't even know. The other one is the other one across town. Yeah, yeah. But but the other thing is that like that's, also downtown. Oh, the one with the hat. The one with the hat. The this Philippe's, is very man, Philippe, if, if you're in at Los Angeles, Philippe's French dip. 
Can we do this like a commercial drop, oh please? Oh, my God. Guys, French dip. Guys, I, are you, I'll have two. I'll have two. Guys, are you ever in town for a... Are you just feeling the need for a soggy sandwich? You ever just... <laughs> you ever Go just, to Philippe's. You There's have uh, this week's issues sponsor, with your Philippe's. teeth. Maybe you've got a cavity and it's hard to bite into certain uh, focaccia breads or whatever's popular. Guys, the other day I was just driving around downtown and I knew I wanted a sandwich. Yeah, but I also kind of wanted like a soup. I've been like that. <laughs> and I was like, how can I mix those two? Like, what could I have? The answer, Philippe's. Guys, oh. the other day I wanted to mail a sandwich and soup to Wade. And I didn't want to go to the post office, so I didn't know what to do. <laughs> what did you do? I, w- I downloaded Stamps.com well, software. I Instagrammed Wade, and I tagged him on the sandwich. <coughs> do you you want to know something? All I, I'm saying is the, the oh, New York, ahead. L.A. crack thing is like the, drug dealers travel, you know, and, and, and especially from New they York to L.A. They love them frequent like, flyer miles. Well, how many, how many people do you know that are constantly in either New York or L.A.? It's not hard. For things to are you saying happening. that Aziz Ansari is a drug dealer? Uh, what I like I'm is not this, saying is that it's like, not. You, you know how crack cocaine traveled from New York to L.A. That, because there's always somebody that you're friends with that's like, oh hey, uh, you want to know what's cool? They feel like they've got the edge on something. Like, they're trying to they're trying to pretend like they invented it or they created whatever. Yeah, you know? New York's you're pretty like, good, but you know what we got in L.A.? We got donuts mixed with croissants. Oh, we, we have call those. Them we have those. Oh, we don't call them that. We call them something different. Oh well, I'm sure they're different. I'm sure ours are better, and we did it first. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Jake uh, uh, accidentally. What happened was he was making a, a donut, and he fucking. You know, he's such a crazy idiot that he just whacked it into the. They probably heard about it from some L.A. guy that was out here already. (laughs) I mean, it just seems weird that all of a sudden crack became a a process. Let me ask you this. Okay, so so, listen, I fucking I'm not trying to. It's weird because I don't. Well, whatever. You know, I've done I've done a lot of drugs, whatever. Yeah, but but. when it comes to cocaine, I'm not. I've I've done cocaine once. I don't crack cocaine is what the the rock version. I don't know. I don't. Don't know. you? Don't you? Let me just give you my guess at what crack cocaine is, and okay. you probably know, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm Colombian. So. Okay, so here's what you do: you take some cocaine, and then you get some baking soda. Baking soda, and then you mix them up together, mm-hmm. and then uh, two to one ratio. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm not sure which way, but probably two to one. And then you put it in a spoon, and then you set it on fire. Well, you don't set it on fire. You light the spoon, you know. And then what comes out of that is a pure rock of <clears throat> cocaine that you smoke. Am I right? Yeah, I think you're really close. Basically, what you're... Yeah, I've cooked ketamine before, but I've never, uh, to make special K, but I've never, I've, I don't, I haven't messed with coke. So go on. I I, it, it, I think you need the baking soda to like cook the cocaine somehow, or else you'd just be like cooking the coke. Maybe I don't know. But what you get is just a very potent rock of coke that you smoke. So it's just coke, but you smoke it, and then you get all all happy and is stuff. that right, Ed? You mix four parts of coke with one part of baking soda in a glass beaker. So it's I was off on the measurement. Yeah. It's Still four to one, work, yeah. Uh, I, but I, thought, it, I thought you were texting or something. I'm like, no, right, no, no. I'm, I'm looking up how to make. <laughs> I just googled how to how to look, how to make crack. So I, 
That's that's a good to have on my Google history. I love. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, listen, I I believe, I believe that I'm probably being watched because of the, my search history. You mean probably everybody is all the time. That's I, that's I, out there. We know that. Yeah. No, I I agree. I'm just saying I'm probably like Wait. more closely. Wait, just open up a tiny bottle of alcohol while saying that. That's why, like, we just opened a tiny bottle of alcohol, poured it into a glass, and was like, well, we're all being watched. This is how I measure, so I don't have too much. Four to one. Here's the thing, but it, I think it creates more of a, it's basically like shotgunning crack, cocaine. It's like basically like doing a shotgun. Smoking is more potent than sniffing it. Just faster, I think, and gives you a head rush. I wish one of us was a crack addict. But I actually not. had a friend who did crack on accident once. What did he think he was doing? An accident. He just thought he was doing coke because he was dumb. Like, this was, we were, like, I think just out of high school. And he was working. I got to smoke it? Okay, cool. Well, he was working for a moving company, and they had, like, a a big, long move across the country or something like that. And uh, so he was with this guy, just some guy who worked at the moving company who drove the thing or whatever. And he's like, hey, man, you want to do some cocaine or whatever? And my friend's like, well, yeah, I guess, you know. You never have, like, yeah. yeah I mean, why not? Uh, you don't want to be rude, though. Well, the first time anyone offers you cocaine, you just you either say yeah or no, right? And and if you're experimental, you say yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be rude. That's my main thing. So the guy like starts. Well, that too, because then you have to hang out with this guy on a trip. Yeah, you yeah. want to be cool. And then he's gonna be like, "Oh, you don't want coke? All right, all right, fuck you then." Oh, I was gonna you get can't you have any of my th- beers. Three thousand more miles. Yeah, I was gonna get you McDonald's while we're at this rest stop, but um, you don't like taking things from people. But I guess you're not cool. Yeah, you're not cool. <laughs> you probably want a salad. So, so yeah, he like s- he smoked a rock, and he didn't realize that he was just doing crack. Did he? What did he say about it? I mean, he didn't really say like how he felt or anything like that i guess i should have asked him but that's a yeah that would have been good well for i was more like dude you smoked crack you're a fucking idiot i mean i know i know yeah, a dude who used to do chemical what he called chemical vacations and he would just go to a crack house oh, and spend a weekend smoking that crack sounds like once every six months what's what's great is it like like i'm not condoning this but like that sounds like something that i would rather do than go on a real vacation <laughs> because my issue is like less like, packing I, w- I was talking to lucy about this day she's oh, oh by, by the way the little side note you're our fifth uh, clan member to be on oh, uh, nice. the show what clash of clans is that true i think so can you list them if all? you count us you and me oh uh jeff davis L- lucy was on the group episode uh-huh. uh and now ed yeah i mean weissel was in the clan for a bit yeah so six you haven't had Jeremy on yet? No. At any rate, uh, Lucy, you were talking about Fuck. chemical vacations. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because um, listen, here's here's my interpretation of of traveling the world. Oh, there's there's the Eiffel Tower. Oh look it. Oh look it. There's Big Ben. <laughs> oh look it. And it's just like you just go there and look at it and take a picture with it, and it's like, oh yeah, I've really connected with people. And you're only connecting with tourists that are Wait, also what? there. Who, who goes on a vacation? Who goes on a vacation to connect with people? Well, no, no, no. But everyone always talks about this great connection they had with other people, and I'm like, yeah. Well, that's because your guards down, and when you start talking to people, you'll connect with everybody. Yeah. What? 
by seeing the Eiffel Tower? No, no, no. But they 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 attach that connect that connectedness with a vacation. I will say, like you know, one thing about vacation. But it's like it's like I've never heard regard- anyone use that term w- in regards to a vacation. Oh, you uh, the when I was traveling in Europe, uh, the best thing about it was just meeting people. That's yeah, that's true. I was hundred percent true because well, that's backpacking, right? Like when I when I'm like when I was in London and I was like, oh, like London's amazing. Like you just go to the bar and people just start talking to you and you're like. And it took me a couple months to realize, oh, the reason they're talking to me is because I'm not from London. Like, if I was a London person, I just went to a bar in London. No one would give a fuck. But, yeah. like, because you're – it's just like if a London person from London is sitting at a bar next to you by himself with a backpack. Yeah. You're so like, so oh, my, hey, what's going on? my thing is this. I you can travel the world at yeah, home. All you have to angry. do is start talking to strangers. Yeah. And yeah. not and not fucking just sitting there judging them like oh he's probably no, that's he's probably thing. divorced that's the worst thing and to if do. you're smoking crack while you're doing it I mean <laughs> bonus points honestly why would you guys want to meet strangers that's how you get into situations you don't want to be in that's what how you start you? that's how you get asked favors a lot <laughs> that's how you become the third person in some rich couple's threesome I mean that, like you want to meet people dude. All right, all right. Let's let's get into this. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't don't apologize. This is all this is all of our fault. We've had fun. Uh, Wait, uh, but I th- we're on topic. We're talking about drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, so here's the thing. In nineteen in in nineteen ninety six, there was this Pulitzer Prize journalist Gary Webb, who wrote this series of articles called Dark Alliance, <laughs> and what this was basically s- stating was that the CIA specifically were uh, uh, releasing crack cocaine into African-American neighborhoods to fund their 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 black projects and also basically the... the black ops. The, the, the black ops and also the specifically, you know, like early 80s, late 70s, this is fucking the race to stop communism. Right. And and in Nicaragua in 1979, they got thro- they got overthrown uh, and they became a Marxist country. And so they're enemy number one to America. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're fucking into communism. You should not be. And so basically, <laughs> basically what it was, was that 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 was the state of the union speech that year. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, the, the, you know, personally, I I mean, I think the, the whole Cold War thing was all bullshit anyways. And I think that. Uh, it, it wasn't about communism. It was just about world power. Well, well, it was for sure about capitalism. I mean, like, definitely the Cold War is about capitalism because it definitely is about making people richer. Like, it's and so here's here's this country that just got overthrown. They're 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 now they're a new communist country, and 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 so what Cuba is that we're talking about? Nicaragua. Okay, and and so and so we there there is proof that the 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 fighters that were trying to overthrow the Marxist government within that country were supported by us. Correct. We, we would jump in and support anybody trying to throw any, uh, uh, overthrow any communist uh, yeah, government. Bin Laden, we gave Bin Laden guns, you know, initially to like, you know, this is straight up, yeah. you know, even the fucking, uh, uh fucking Oliver North, you know, yeah. like, but what that's a, not blowing any minds. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, but what happened was, but it's a the CIA, for- the CIA got, so powerful and and they couldn't get money their way right 
yeah, they, there's black ops, there's money. They they could basically oversee projects and like take funding from. They, they did have money power, but it just wasn't enough. And so at this point, what what the allegations are are that the CIA either either took part in this or turned a blind eye to the 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 trade of cocaine for weapons. We were giving them funding and weapons. They were giving us cocaine. They would sell this cocaine and and then you know make money from it. Yeah, we didn't have to give them. So the basic idea is that like instead of the CIA going to Congress and going like we need to give money to these anti-communist guerrilla rebels, all they had to do is tell the guerrilla rebels grow cocaine. You guys can export it and sell it in America, and we won't say anything. Also, bonus points because where we can dump it is in the. In, like Inglewood and Compton, African American communities that, that were not fucked up at the time. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you think of Compton and you think of Inglewood, uh, like West. You drive through L.A. like West Adams, Inglewood, Compton. Like, those houses are all super nice houses. Like, they were nice places to live. There was a black middle class, so it got rid of a black. It destroyed the black middle. So class what happened was you time. get all these people addicted to drugs. You yep. ruin their fucking chance at life. And then you start the war on drugs where it's like, hey, oh, here's some coke. Oh, you're doing coke? Jail. Right. And so it was like. Then you privatize you know, the fucking prison. Honestly, in the 70s, the Black Panther movement was like really scary to 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 a government, but be secret government. Yeah. I feel like they could have used a different mascot and maybe like gotten like maybe they were like the Black Penguins or something. People would have been a lot like, Maybe if they wouldn't have such an aggressive well, animal. It's just weird I'm because just is there, there, but also is there a panther that isn't black? That was weird. That's it. Yeah, they should have just said they were the panther like, part. Oh, uh, uh, I feel like that's racism we're right the there. The black mantas. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, they're already black. Yeah, but we're the black ones. Well, yeah. like you have to say pink panther because panthers are not normally pink. Yeah, exactly. Well, but no, nothing is pink. I mean, but you have to call it pink because well, and shrimp, dude, which is why flamingos are pink. And you do still say pink flamingo, yeah. don't you? Well, there's no such thing. Well, the, well, but panthers are just right. Panthers are just cheetahs that have. They're actually. I think that they're. Or are they? Well, what's a jaguar? Jaguar. 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 Why don't we have a, a ghoul? Ah, it's fine. Don't look it up. Let's move because, on. Cause so basically, like we're at a bar right now, and it's no, but it's I know. The I know but I'm like, why don't we have a Google? Here, here's my thing. This guy because we're not the meltdown. We can't afford a fucking intern to Google shit for us, know, dude. And, and listen, uh, we I've had a couple people throw uh, information my way, and I, I I appreciate it. It's just there was so much information that I didn't really know how to tackle it. Yeah. If you're still out there, hit me back up, and let's 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 try to figure out what works best for both of us. At any rate, um, <laughs> about jaguars. Do you have any jaguar clarification sent it to us? So this guy Gary Webb, he comes out with this with this newspaper series called Dark Alliance, and it's connecting the CIA to crack cocaine coming from Nicaragua. It's connecting uh, 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 them funding this this coup or whatever, and it's also like destroying African American neighborhoods. Uh, what what happens to him? He commits suicide. In 1996. Oops. By shooting himself in the head twice. 20 years later. Right. He shoots himself in the head twice. I get that. I get that. And I, go, I, I, I know where you're going. But what if he's, a, if, he's a, if he's a problem in the late 70s, early 80s, why kill him in the late 90s? Because this is when all the shit was going down. 
This is when it was becoming revealed to people. Yeah, this is when things were getting declassified. Wait, when did he write the article? When, when oh, oh, I'm sorry. He, his suicide happened in 2004. He wrote the articles in 1996. In 1996, this was all almost done. Yeah. It's still in the. It's in. The, it's pretty much in the past by 96. Yeah. And then he's like, got all this sh- info, and then. Maybe things are about to become declassified. I mean, the weird it is weird to fucking shoot yourself in the head twice. I oh, mean, side, side note, side note. Sorry, before you forget, we got to do a Kurt Cobain episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. But uh, sorry, yeah, shooting yourself in the head twice. Did he miss real hard, or did no, he do? Were... Did he do the Fight Club thing where you just kind of fake shoot yourself in the head? I mean, his fucking the first shot killed him. The second shot, he was already dead. The thing is, I mean, and that then that can't be proven. But you can't shoot yourself in the head twice. It's not possible. So, so he was basically. Yes, it is. You could do that. People have been shot in the head and not died. You can do it. I'm not saying that's what happened. Well, I'm I, saying, what motive does the government have? Well, here's the thing. This you guy's remember, a journalist. Let's, let's say, let's say so like, he probably gets into a lot of seedy situations. Let's say. So you, even if he does get murdered, real quick. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean it's the government. Or the CIA. I'm sorry, we're saying CIA. But if someone else is murdering them, they don't need to make it look like a suicide. And then here's here's the, the other thing the too. The government's the only one that's the like New York Times, the Washington Post, and the L.A. Times all worked hard to discredit him. Yeah, everyone. The other journalists work against the him. Big, the biggest journalists out there were like, "This is this is false." Which is well, but but hold on, hold on. Now there's new information coming out that's proving that it was all true. And and like like when you work at Toyota, you don't want the Honda salesman to win the fucking. That's not. These are journalists. These aren't car. Oh cars my god! Are them. you kidding? They're fucking more cut, cutthroat than than anything. No. They want the scoop. They don't give a shit. They want the scoop. What are you? Nineteen forties journalism. If if you're getting killed over your journalism, then yes. I don't think I'm it, not talking about fucking. Will Kanye marry whatever Kardashian? I'm talking about like wait, if will? you if you really stumble onto something. That's real journalism, and and other journalists don't, they don't, they're jealous of that scoop. We Kanye is married. I, I, you know what? Right? I I see the fuck if I know, dude. I, I I see the validity in that argument. Wait, I do. It's like wow, he didn't post his sources. This is bullshit. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't want to look bad. They don't want to look like there was a story that they didn't get. Yeah. I, yeah, I I, I 100% buy that. But then why, if they don't believe... But I also... I don't know. No, they fucking believe it. They just want to discredit it. They're just like, oh, well, that's not the story that you thought it was. My story is actually bigger. Uh, the pro- They're criticizing jams, pros. Jams are uh, the no. new fad. Dude, half of journalism is taking a story that broke and going like, let's fucking see if that really happened and checking all his sources and then going, this motherfucker yeah. lied. This what is the real story. What did you graduate college from with? I'm a major in sociology. Okay, we're both journalism guys. Yeah, the minor in psych. Um, so and okay, okay. So hold PhDs on. PhDs in psychology and parapsychology. Basically, there's a there's a there's a. I don't know how new this documentary is. That where you jump is. out of a plane and do psychology? No, it's pretty good. <laughs> there's this documentary out called Freeway Crack in the System, mm-hmm. and yes. it was basically about Freeway Rick Ross. And also, there's a movie with Jeremy Renner called Kill the Messenger. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, Freeway is great, and people should watch it. Do you want to st- do you want to tell your Jeremy Renner story real quick? Oh yeah. wait, well yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, what was this? This was the second movie I ever worked on. This is 14, 13 years ago. This is a young Well, it had to be 2001 or two. It couldn't have been. 2002. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this movie's called Neo Ned. It's like 
ooh, Jeremy Renner's this, uh, this uh, you know, Nazi kid. And then he goes to a mental ward, and there's this uh, African-American girl, uh, Gabrielle. You don't need to pitch the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Anyways. I mean, I'm, in, I'm invested. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, but the thing is, like, you can see is it, it on Netflix? What, it was from 14 name? years Gab- ago. Ga- Gabrielle Reese? Reese, yeah, yeah. She claims that her bot that she is the reincarnation of Hitler, so he falls in love with her. He's a he's a Nazi that falls in love with a black girl. Uh huh. Who who claims to be the Hitler? Yeah, whatever. Terrible movie. Uh, there <laughs> there was a time when uh, it just sounds like they miscast the person who's. We all Hitler. went out drinking, right? And this director is. A sleazy fucking guy from Seattle, you know. He was there for Pearl Jam. He was there for Nirvana. He's fucking. Is his, is it Courtney dude. Love? Is Courtney Love the director? He so this this girl that kept hiring me, she was like my boss. She was my mentor. She's helping me out. She's teaching me about the movie business. Well, this director, we're all out dancing. Fucking puts his hand in her pants. Whoa! Like, rubs her wee wee. What? Puts it in my face for me to smell. And goes, you want to ride the pony later? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Not that when never, you say it like that. This never. I, what? Whatever. So, anyways, later on, we all go back. And you don't to, want to be rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? Later on, um, so he and her are going back to fucking ride the pony, and then me and Jeremy are also walking back to our hotel room, and he's like, come on. Come on, Jeremy. Come on, Willie. Ride the pony. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. And uh, Jeremy goes into the room. And then, like, I'm like, oh, I got to go to sleep, man. And so I'm walking back to a room. And I look back, and I notice that Jeremy came out of the room. So he wasn't a part of the three-way. Right. Uh, and I was proud that he wasn't. <laughs> I was like. Wait, I thought you were doing I thought it was heroin. I thought he was offering you heroin. No, he just wanted, like, a big sexcapade. Oh, whatever. It's not that great of a story, but it was just like such an awkward. That's fucking... just another another blank page in Jeremy Renner's life. Yeah, the fucking, yeah. The least charismatic leading uh, man that there I'm is. I'm like, I'm like, if he was Hawkeye, then would I have gone into the room? <laughs> I mean, if it's Hurt Locker, Jeremy Renner, then you fucking do it. You ride the pony. <laughs> At any rate, uh, I, I I heard he doesn't like ponies, but that's just a rumor. Maybe. Oh God, that's a rumor about every single actor. Well, a lot of the actors li- write like ponies and other things, so you know maybe it's true. <laughs> I this is not a gossip podcast. I will not go there. Go oh, no, show. no, I'm not. Chum, chum, chum. I'm just saying that. <laughs> so it- we got Jeremy Renner uh, coming out of a, a hotel. Uh, some PA what? wanted to suck his dick or something. <laughs> some some tan art department guy. <laughs> so this so this 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 th- these uh, the Dark Alliance newspaper series was basically about this guy, uh, freeway freeway Rick Ross. He was the fucking. Biggest, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting this because I, I don't know how accurate this is, but it's like he was the biggest African-American coke dealer ever in the history yeah. of every anything. He was the he was the wholesaler to the wholesalers. He was fucking huge. But the, the reason why he got huge is because he's now supposedly uh, a teacher introduced him to, to 
to cocaine. It's yeah. like you could make money off this. And so he starts selling, and he's a so smart. He was just a substitute teacher, though, so it was yeah. not, you know. He's a so. smart kid, fucking sm- selling coke before coke was, or crack before crack was crack. Once again, a high school kid, the first person to have cro- know how to make crack cocaine. Confusing to me. Yeah. Well, not if he was you in the he was chemistry. Like in, yeah, he was in chemistry class or, like, home economics. And they were like, oh, this coke it was like a Reese's peanut butter cup commercial. I don't know. I mean, like, it just oh, you got your baking like... soda and my my cocaine, and then someone was like, <laughs> "Okay, well, what if we put you got your cocaine and my baking soda?" <laughs> no, you got your baking <laughs> soda and my <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> well, let's cook it. Yeah. Oh no, we're here to cook. Oh no, we we made the best drug in the history yeah, of the world. Yeah, we made a drug that will gut inner cities. So this whole connection to the CIA happens when, okay, yeah, he started doing crack or selling it or whatever and he got pretty big and all of a sudden, out of nowhere... You know why his name was Freeway, right? Well, well he, they named the freeways after him, right? No, because he was going from New York to LA, motherfucker. Whoa! But the freeway only moves interstate, right? Are you... What? What the fuck You're does that mean? You're talking the difference between the interstate and the highway. The fr- a, a freeway actually is just the interstate. Freeway is synonymous with interstate. Okay. I highway thought, is where you're getting messed I up. thought freeway was only in Cal... Men, you were moving in within the state. That's a highway. What? The freeway Because I assumed it meant that he was moving coke up and down the coast. Is what I always assumed. We could be 100... I could be 100% wrong about it. It's all kind of semantics at this point. I, I don't think anybody calls them... I don't think Freeway's when anyone says... Yeah, right? I wish the thing was the freeway. If who, if who Frame Rides a Rabbit taught me anything, it's called the freeway because who's 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 going to take it when the red line takes a nick, costs a nickel? Uh, well, it's free. Right. And once again, the ju- that's a whole conspiracy. Well, that's a different... Yeah. We don't want to get into the Toontown conspiracy. Cause that movie, I was very proud that they represented the, the, the oil conspiracy that, right, pretty well. Yeah. It was a great movie. It's basically I like how about, you, they sneak in the truth. Yeah, they, it's basically about Chevrolet. People should read read that shit. That shit's fucked <laughs> you up. You don't have to read it when you watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Chevrolet, There's like, nothing more to know. Just destroyed every, mass transit in America. It's fucking gross. Money, money is everything. So, so this money, guy, money, power, pizza, power, respect. Uh, is that the freeway? Rick Ross gets approached by this guy, Danilo. Gallinari? Blandon. Don Danilo Blandon. Danilo Blandon. Danilo Blandon. So so this guy is the connection of the CIA. Okay. Who's this guy? He he basically approaches Freeway and is like, hey. uh, Come and take a ride. I like what you're doing. I like how you're doing it. Let's do it on a bigger scale. And he he starts supporting him with... Ridiculous, crazy amounts of crack. That this is when he becomes the king. Mm-hmm. He starts riding that white pony, and uh, so so this guy, Danilo Brandon, he fucking he was a snitch for the for secret government for yeah. CIA for DEA. Um, he he was the guy. He was the he's the connection because he actually was he actually was employed by the DEA. Years later, to take down Freeway Rick Ross. Yeah, he's the guy that made him big. He's also the guy that took him down. Well, criminal informants—that's the thing. When he was, but when he took him down, he was he was employed by the DEA, and his whereabouts right now are unknown. And they they claim that he's not on their payroll anymore. 
but uh he I'm like he set the whole thing up and then to get out of it he took the whole thing down yeah, that's what you do when you're a criminal, right? You you flip, you turn. I, I mean, it, it, to me, it's just it just shows that he like he had to have had connections beforehand. He you wouldn't to, get you wouldn't get hired by the DEA, right? You would not get hired by the DEA unless you. That's not a first job hire. Yeah, that's not a first job. Oh, no, we trust this guy. We trust this. It's not guy. an entry level position that I think we scared on. him straight enough. Yeah, yeah, to work for us. And I mean, and so but what are you saying that he worked for the DA the whole time? I mean, what are you saying? I, I'm saying that he that his snitch uh, uh, employment happened before he he was always working D, with before them. Before he was working for the DA, the yeah. the CIA is the one who basically arranged the the commerce between Rick Ross and this guy was the head of Nicaragua's agricultural imports under the guy that was th- thrown over in '79. Danilo. Right? Yes. Yeah. So he obviously had government ties. And then, and then in '79, when they got overthrown, he fled to America. America. And, and and the CIA has a huge record of of agricultural influence in South America, going back to like uh, American fruits and stuff like that in Cuba, shit like that. Like that's uh, basically the CIA has been doing the dirty work of American agriculture for y- investors and in, for years and years and years. And so it totally makes sense that he had connections to people in the American government and that he they would know who he is. He sounds like the perfect fucking guy yeah. to basically be the middleman. He raised money for the Nicaraguan Democratic Force, the FDN or right. the it was which was a contra group. Yeah. Like he was involved in the in the contra affairs. He right. was raising money for them. And 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 so the thing is, is Which are like, not as good as the super contra affairs. Wink. <laughs> Video game reference. So he raised money for this group, but but people say that he raised the money by by being a part of the cocaine trafficking that was happening. Yeah, well, he obviously was. Yeah, but yeah. but people don't believe that. Well, well, I I mean, you you're just you're telling me all this like it's fact. So I don't know what what am I not supposed to believe? Oh well, I, I mean, like, no one believe the the government denies. No, the government obviously denies all of this. What the thing the points that you know is that. He is in Nicaragua, then he shows up in California, then he disappears, then he shows back up to basically take Rick Ross down. So he's not like, it's not like... Oh, so the part that is alleged is the part that he's supplying Rick Ross. No, they know that he's supplying Rick Ross. The part that's alleged is the part where he came to America and and the CIA was basically like, if you want to, like, we want you to get back into power, we want your government to be back into power, the way we're going to do it is we're going to find funnel money to the Contras. The way we're going to funnel money to the Contras is to look the other way for drug trafficking. So To let these to planes his, land. And then they were like, and then he's like, well, where should we take this to cocaine? To let the cocaine happen. Yeah, and they're like, well, where should we take the cocaine? Uh, and, and it's like, well, well, we can't let the cocaine into nice parts of America. We have to let, like, we're not going to put the cocaine in the suburbs of Chicago. Where we're going to put the cocaine is places that we don't the problem care about. Areas. They were giving them, like, the yeah. Crips were already The south side of Chicago. Yeah, the south side of Chicago. So, um, but, but this okay. Blandon guy claims, I don't know. he, he I mean, claims this... that the CIA backed him and he was untouchable. And and in in the documentary, uh, uh, Freeway says that, like, this guy Blandon, Blandon, I don't know how to say his name, that he was always a step ahead of everything. It's like, hey, you're not going to get busted. 
Uh, here's a thing to to tell if your phone is being tapped. Here's some police scanners. He gave him all this equipment to, to like prevent him from being right. busted. A guy from South America knew exactly how to avoid the American authorities. So he he was always a head a, a step ahead because this guy gave him all the tools to be a step ahead. And that and and, and like this is part of the conspiracy because people just don't believe the fact that he was connected to the CIA. It's just this is why this doesn't work. This is why this episode doesn't work. Because you two both already know all this shit. I'm a fucking blank slate. So anything you tell me, I'm going to be like, okay. Like, none of yeah. this sounds out of the realm of anything. Like, this this all sounds like exactly what our government would do. So there's not much for me to, to say, like, well, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. I know. Um, I mean, you can keep going. We can just do a history lesson of of why black people are poor. <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean to cut you down. No, 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 no. I, I, I get what you're saying because it's like, it's like, yeah. As soon as you said that, I, uh, before that, I was like, well, yeah, we, we're treating this as fact, but it's not accepted as fact. Yeah, and I don't know what is and what isn't because I've never read about any of this shit. So let me read some, some, because here's the thing: they, they did, obviously, they did a report. There was an investigation that happened because when this shit started going down, when these reports came out, they were like, we need to investigate this to make sure it's not really happening. Right. Who's they? Uh, there's, you know, uh, no, who's sen- doing the investigation? senators and, and oh, OK, th- they're they're calling the government that, that need. Yeah, they're the that investigation needs to happen. Right. And. Um, uh, so so here are the weird loopholes within the investigation. Right. The, uh, like they basically there was this weird thing where within the reports. They basically said that you don't that an employee of the CIA doesn't have to report. Uh, let me just find it so I can read it. Um, I'm sorry, this is boring. So, so this was this was information from the reports right it was like um it was fairly this is a quote from fred hits uh i mean he insists that it's hard to find hard it <laughs> hard to believe that any cia field agent would be involved especially since it was well known during this period if the cia was linked to any drug shipment the political damage would be ir- irreparable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, you know, b- b- basically there's like proof of people like getting caught in loopholes. And one of the loopholes within the report was that if you were a CIA agent, you didn't have to report any narcotics uh, wrongdoings. Right. Like, and, and, and because it could jeopardize your whatever. Yeah, you're doing. because the report, the report that came out after the investigation basically said this. Well, we don't see any wrongdoings. And then and then where they found the loop, the weird loopholes were like, oh, well, they also didn't have to report uh, any any anything wrong with narcotics. They didn't have to. Uh, they basically gave them outs within the report. Uh, only if you read the report, did you the media came out and said, oh, yeah, you know, they did the investigation and there was no proof of wrongdoing. But if you read the report, the report basically had loopholes in it that like protected them. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, that's fucking 
It's like status quo for, for what our government does. I mean, they're still doing that shit. All the police shootings, and then they look into it. like the Yeah. They look into it themselves, and then yeah. they always go, no, it was like, cool. Yeah, you look at any time, any time there is an investigation, who's in charge of it? And, and nine times out of ten when it comes to government, it is people involved in it that are that are doing the investigation. Yeah. That's why I don't really this this whole time. I mean, that's why, like, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, you're just going to tell me that the government is bad. Yeah. Well, it, it, th- this is what weirds me out about all of this is that, like, there is there is so much proof of the CIA specifically. Not only breaking the law. But doing things that aren't in the best interest of us, and and if if you're against them, you can you can a be illuminated, b you can you know get your credibility taken away from you. And it's like we we have an enemy within our country that is running our country, and that they, they can do whatever they want. And 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 like, how do we? Is it our job to stop them? I mean, my answer is yes. My answer is yes because they're using our money to do things that we don't agree with. Well, it sounds like they're making their own money with with that sweet crack rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're destroying. They're basically gutting parts of America willy nilly. I mean, the the, the war on drugs that happened in the eighties was a big civil injustice, and you know, what I, I mean, mean it's, it, it still is. I mean, it's still awful. Because because what happens now? We live in Los Angeles. Uh, medical marijuana is legal. You know what happens every now and then? Yeah, it's it's illegal in the in the state, but for the as far as the country concerned, it's still illegal. So what'll happen is they'll do these busts, they'll take all their money and all their weed, steal then, the weed, and then and then just leave. And it's like, well, you're you're not in trouble. You just you, we just fucked you. Uh, have you seen that video of all the cops smoking all the weed and that uh, the, there was a bust of a weed store? Yeah, they don't. All the smoke cops it. Are eat, they're eating the brownies. They're or eating it. Yeah. Well, I mean, my my friend's grill was busted, and he saw the cops put them in their personal cars, and in the arrest report, the weed isn't there. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I understand that that anybody can be corrupt on any level. The problem is, is that, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to get too much in this. I, I agree with you. It's like, yeah, we're just complaining about government. Well, the problem with our government is that the checks and balances in place aren't checking and balancing anything. But the, the other thing you have to remember is this podcast isn't just about the three of us. The podcast is about people who are going to listen to it who don't know about that, who don't know that, like, it's not a coincidence that, that like, Harlem is having a boom in the, in, you know, in the jazz A's, and all of a sudden heroin fucking infests harlem and like then this was new to it's me not a coincidence. and i 100 percent believe it's not it. a coincidence that like inglewood and compton and west adams in los angeles were up and coming at oakland you know these were up and coming middle class black neighborhoods and then coincidentally crack cocaine goes there and doesn't go anywhere else which is really weird like it's odd that the places where the drugs that are the like worst drugs cocaine, are. Yeah, cocaine is a bad drug, but crack cocaine fucking yeah, ruined Ruined, people. gutted, destroyed. And then, you know, and then that because it was so bad and demonized, then the government's like, well, we can fucking sell, take basically tanks and start driving tanks through uh, Compton, you know, like bulldozing houses. Like there is 
more to this and we take it for granted, but we're not the ones who are listening to the podcast. We're doing this and we're t- I'm talking about this. The reason I talk about this and the reason I think it's interesting is because my family and, I, and people that I come from are still fucked by this on the reg. Like Columbia is still fucked. Like FARC is still being funded by drug traffickers and is still in Columbia in the, in the forests. And the people who are buying that cocaine that funds the FARC are the people in America and they won't end the war on drugs. And why won't they end the war on drugs when everything says that the war on drugs is fucking worthless? It's because it makes them money. Yeah. And that's like, that's the bottom line. Well, the war on drugs like puts basically puts a community behind bars yeah. for nonviolent, for nonviolent activity that get rid of, it gets rid of black voters for them. And it fucking destroys the people who won't vote conservative. And it it funds, basically, just, like, keeps the South America r- all fucked up so that they can keep getting exports from there, keep screwing South America over. All of this is, like, it's a, it's a win-win situation for them. And we can say, like, oh, this is obvious and everyone knows it. Well, if it's so obvious, then why is it going? Like, why does it happen? People have been saying the war on drugs is dumb for 15 years. It li- at least 15 years we've known the war on drugs is a failure, but yet we keep doing it. Like, they're losing money. They're losing money on the war on drugs, like, like from a from a uh, community standpoint, but the people running it are still making all the money. Of course they are. I mean, look at look at Prohibition in the 20s. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, who, who makes money? Uh, the gangsters and the fucking politicians. You know, like... No one has anything to benefit from outlawing anything like that. I'm just, I, uh, part of me is a little jealous because, like, I want to make money. Get into it, man. I want to make money. I mean, you guys are from Colorado. You guys could have moved home and made a shit ton of money real I quick. I thought about, like, moving home and creating some, like, pot zoo where it's like you buy a weed, you buy a weed here, you smoke up, and then there's fucking weirdos, like, putting on a zoo for you. Yeah. Pot aquarium would be, like, pretty awesome. They're, uh, Cause like, yeah, it's like just called the, the aquarium. The biggest thing is this: <laughs> most of our, most Pot, of our laser light show, we're all the same guys right now. What we like to do is go to fucking Disneyland or an aquarium and get high and walk around. The problem is, you got to hide it from the world that you're high. What if there was a specific place? It was like, hey, everyone right. here is high. All right. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like a yeah, it'd be like a then bar. like then like you you hire clowns and magicians to just run rampant. I mean, that would freak a lot of people out. But people would be would like, be, "Fuck but that!" You would still go even if you were freaked out. Like I'm going back. I just think the whole point of this is is pretty well established online. Like, I mean, at least the, at least the shit the 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 political ideology I line up with is like a hundred percent in the fucking war on drugs and the fucking uh, for-profit prisons that are f- just filled with drug offenders yeah. like and and it's like yeah we all agree on that and, and if sweet, and, sweet and, black and, children and if it stemmed from 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 the cia bringing coke into into the into the country then yeah maybe maybe it did maybe it didn't i don't know it's like i don't i don't I, you know i don't know like i said we're just railing against the government yeah just, i know and it's weird because um well, I mean, wh- okay. What I what I take from this episode is this: is that like I didn't know about this. I look into it. I one hundred percent believe it. And like part of 
this conspiracy world is it being labeled as a conspiracy and that just turns people away automatically before even looking into it and i'm like what pisses me off is that like okay my my biggest thing is i have a hard time complaining about anything unless i can offer a new idea because otherwise who fucking cares you're right and wet rag you're fucking yeah adding you're not helping sure you're not helping anything and i i don't have a solution to this but what i like is that like we are informing people of uh, an injustice that happened that 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 really did happen. I didn't I didn't know about it. I'm in the conspiracy theories and I'm like, this just got swept under the rug and people didn't believe it. And you had credible journalists saying that this wasn't real. You have you have uh, uh, an investigation that happened that proved that it didn't happen. You have a, a suicide that uh, of a guy who tried to expose that. And I'm just like, I I don't know what to do except be upset. Well, there's not see that's that's the problem. You just hit the nail on the head. There's nothing you can't do anything. Even if all this is true, which it more than likely is, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. Nobody they don't are fucking cuz us just not trusting our government, that doesn't help us move forward. But yeah. we also need to stop this fucking bullshit that's been going on. CIA needs to fucking be done. This central intelligence agency? Well, it's never going to happen because they don't answer to anybody. I know, and that's and what the, I'm saying. And, and the like, senators don't, they don't fucking care. Yeah, all they care about is the next lobbyist that's throwing money in their pockets, whatever. I, I'm just like, we can we be done with secret government? Can we all fucking, can we all say no more? Can we all say transparency can we all say disclosure can we all say every yeah yeah you can and then they say that and then they don't yeah i mean the, what yeah i mean like there's a powerful they're basically mobsters they're yeah. basically mobsters that are backed by legalities they're backed by uh, of law enforcement well I feel is that bad. is that right Should, i feel I, bad I for know. pitching this as an as an no no episode. listen i you know, I, I love this oh whoa, whoa i love this man no, i love on. this because no 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 don't let don't let anything i say cut to your core that deep i mean it's still it's still been like I, I, fun to talk about I'm, I'm passionate about throwing out the cia and nasa and fucking all this bullshit where we're just we're fed information and i i don't know i i I mean, do we need a secret government today? We like, like in the world today. But you're not going to like what I'm about to say, and that's and the, that's why people are now saying like, the Second Amendment matters because because of all of this shit, because the government is not listening to them and stuff like that, and they feel like they need their guns because they don't know they don't know what's going to happen next but like, the government doesn't need guns like that's the, i mean if that if one thing we've prov- proven is that like the government gets their way with with well, but, okay. weapons well what but we pitch, what we don't need is a pitch, military pitch well we need a we need a military but our military we don't, has we don't not need, protected us from there's, there's plenty of guns and there were plenty of guns in compton there but and that's exactly no, what well, no that's been. not that's completely not the talking point that i'm talking about i'm saying like if the government turns on you what's the revolution like how do you what yeah. is it when when there's a gun control in place listen i'm all, i'm all for uh if you've had mental history problems like you're not allowed to have a gun i'm all for that i would my, love to, i would love to is, ban guns i still i still want a gun 
but I want a rifle. And the reason why I want a rifle is because a handgun is meant to kill people. A rifle, look, if shit goes down, I want to be able to hunt. <laughs> I'll take a, I'll take a twenty two. If, if you're trying to kill me, uh, it's going to be hard for me to kill you with a twenty two. I just want a fucking hunting rifle. Well, if shit goes down, you're not going to be hunting. You're going to be in a fucking prison or some shit. Not me, dude. Well, uh, when you're, you're talking when shit you're going down, fucking government taking over, right? Yeah, I'm talking about like 1984, like us kind of uprising. I mean, like uh, the, I, I, I've my whole life have had dreams of of uprisings, and I've had dreams of of having to basically run against the grain. So my question is this: because I'm guessing Ed, you don't like guns. I'm not a super gun fan, no. Um, I'm not a fan of guns. But if we were to overthrow the government, how would we do that? Well, I think I think that as a as a, a population, we need to be able to overthrow the government at all times. That's part. That's to me. That's part of being American. Is like, oh, listen. That's how we were. No, started. I know exactly. But I'm asking Ed, how would we do that? How would you do that? Let's say that you're the leader of the revolution. I mean, if I don't think we need to have a violent revolution necessarily like i don't i don't uh, it, oh, you, you don't think we need a violent revolution but the, the, I, if there's a revolution they have a military backing them what do we have right Our words they're not gonna listen to us well, i'm saying we can we can put people in power we can Ugh, but we can't we cannot dude fucking right now donald trump is like leading the fucking gop and, and he's got some good ideas <laughs> <laughs> which is which is fucking crazy because it's perpetuated by the media and it's perpetuated by the media is perpetuating it i don't think because they they want him in power i think they're just like this is fucking this great is the story this is hilarious let's do this story we got we got trump stories for and then, years and then here's now. the clinton aspect because i believe that there's something that's trying to be put in place and what i think what i think is trying to be put in place is that clinton bush family uh both of them they're they're related whatever clinton bush and and after every fucking uh speech that happens or whatever to debate the news comes out and says Clinton's on top. Yeah, they won. And they I'm won. Like, Bernie like, Sanders wasn't the even there. Saying Sanders, and I'm like, to no, me, exactly. And you know what being happened? Controlled. The, they're not being controlled, dude. They they want that shit. The media the media doesn't give a fuck. They're getting they're getting kickbacks from the corporate bosses to to. Well, they're not getting kickbacks, but they're getting paid to report that shit. They're getting. It's not. It's not a. It's not a uh, orchestrated. Uh, yeah. It's no. No one's going up to a reporter and going, "Hey, motherfucker, I'm from the CIA. If you don't say that Clinton won that debate, I'm gonna kill you." They're just saying like, "Hey, you know, Clinton won. Clinton won. Run that story." I mean, the same. This is Ed. Why I disagree with you because, fucking, in the last election, you know, Ron Paul had like a grassroots thing happening. He would go to the fucking uh, debates or whatever. The the the. What what are they called the uh, town hall yeah fucking shit and 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 his supporters would like vote for him and they would get kicked out they would like kick them out there's a bunch of videos online of, of it like regardless of of where you lie on the political spectrum like there's a bunch of people there supporting a politician who got kicked out because because the GOP was like well fuck we can't let this guy like get any fucking footing or it's gonna fuck everything up. And that's why I think that you can't elect you can't elect anybody. You can elect people if we get rid of the electoral college. 
Yeah, I mean, the electoral college is well. The two party system and the electoral college. The two party system definitely. The electoral college definitely, but I don't even think I don't even think you can get that far. I mean, we we do. and and what's weird is like I feel like people feel this way. I know we live in liberal Los Angeles, and my my you know the people I'm friends with don't agree with that back home, but everyone's just complacent to like let things happen, and I'm like, well finally we're coming to a point where it's like well now you actually do have to stand up for what you believe in and i'm like what i mean i guess that's the point here is like also that most of america doesn't care that black neighborhoods got fucked and most most of america doesn't most of america probably thinks that whatever the sacrifice we made to fight communism in south america was worth it like we're talking like we need revolution as if Everyone in America is sitting there going like, "We need to have a revolution," and and no one knows how to do it. Yeah, the real the real issue is right now. No one knows. That's what that's what I'm saying about this 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 topic in this episode is like, even if everyone was like, "Holy shit, the CIA is corrupt," then we have that worry of like, "Well, how do we logistically do it?" And if well, you let come me out, say this, if you though. come out and say too many things, are then you an enemy of the state? Let me yeah, say this though: everybody knows about the NSA thing because of the Snowden leaks. But a lot of people don't believe it. Not everyone knows that. Like they, that was that John Oliver bit. I know, man. Where like depressing. you went on the stream, people have no fucking idea. Like, yeah, he was a guy. He no, made WikiLeaks. Right. What did he do? He made WikiLeaks. Yeah. What he fucking was an enemy. But like, how do you? Okay, so so we're just doomed then. I mean, I guess I guess the moral of this, the theme of this episode is we're we're totally we're doomed. Real but, but but we're we're at a we're at an age where you can like connect you can communicate to everybody but problem is is it's like well you don't want to give everybody a mic i understand that but it's like we we are so connected right now to each other that we don't no, even know but what we're to not do with though it. because we're we're only as connected as we are disconnected like the yeah. for, for every bit of information that's out there there's 10 that refute it yeah. like you can't you can't muddle through that shit oh, especially so many arguments online about articles and i'm like fucking shit like people just have their minds made up and if you know, if they don't want to change their mind, they're not going to. And then they're just going to vote for Donald Trump. So tweet. If you retweet this show for revolution, fave this show for political revolution. And like it. And uh, you'll win $100. Like, do yeah. I think one day I might be some fucking violent activist? Yes. Well, I mean, let's not put that in the podcast. <laughs> I mean, but, you're gonna but, be. But, uh, but I'm also like, who's gonna, gonna listen? You're gonna be too old, man. Who's gonna listen? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, get lost in your in your in your drinking. What? <laughs> get fucked up. Get fucked up. It's too late. Have another drink. Read the book 1984 and think about what could have happened by then. Is... I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, it's weird because. Uh, I don't know. See, this is why I didn't want to do this topic at the beginning of the episode. No, and you're because right. Now but I just, still like the information getting out there. I still like the information. I, yeah, I think, I, think the, I don't understand why the podcast just can't be about telling. We don't. Like, the podcast doesn't have to be us arguing about this topic. I no, mean, that's not what I'm no, saying. No, but we didn't just, have a chance to like go off the rails in a jokey way. We didn't? We talked about a, a, a threesome you almost had with I Jeremy I don't want to talk about us talking about the podcast. <laughs> um I just, I just think like I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're just fucking spinning our wheels. And... I ruined this podcast. I knew it. Everyone was good except for this one. What? Uh, as if... 
I feel bad. I feel bad that I like. I don't feel a, bad. Don't feel bad. A, a topic that no one's really that we're not like really. It's not a bad topic. It's 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 the point that I made in the beginning. I said we're just going to be talking. Well, what we need is like my dad to shitty. be here. Like we need, if we got my dad on a speakerphone and we had this topic, he would just think we were crazy. And that's like the problem. The, the, but I he's really, also never going to really listen f- to the podcast. I feel like. Th- do you wait? Do you still tell your parents about? Hey, check it out! I'm on this podcast. No, no. <laughs> but uh, I feel like really the fault is Wade not being. Uh, an asshole not enough. being too much of a skeptic about yeah. how shitty the government yeah, is yeah it's like no you're probably right i should have i should have just been like cuz you guys are fucking crazy but that's very that's very great that i mean like i'm we're di- we're dissecting like, it we we're, we're all fucking everybody thinks about their own crazy thing or whatever you know but i'm just like yeah when we agree on something it's like is it boring i don't know is it is it compelling to me yes because i'm like yeah dude fucking this shit's wrong i'm just trying to think of a way to wrap this up can i can i do it yes please okay uh this is what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say if you're listening to this podcast and you think that this stuff is obvious and that everyone knows about it then don't be afraid to say something about this particular topic discuss it talk about it at thanksgiving talk about it with your parents like the problem is the people who like the the people who believe and think the stuff is true and real and see the see the wheels within wheels are afraid to say it, and then that's why other people are able to live with plausible deniability. So like, don't be afraid to be. This shit is like documented. There is history about it. Go about and read it. Talk about it with people. Challenge people who are uh, walking step. It's like it's like yeah. Don't fucking you don't need to get into the biggest argument of your life, but just. You know, the thing is this, if you let someone know that you're on a side of something, it, it can make them question themselves. You know, it's like it, it, like picture someone who's completely 100 percent racist. They project that everyone else is racist, too. And so they're not just going to be like, hey, you're racist, too. Right. They're just going to assume that you are. Right. And it's like when you are fucking start being outspoken, start saying things, start being vocal. And that's what's important. Like, st- you know, and I think that's that. Because like, you're shocked when you find out someone that you love is racist. The other thing is like that we we should probably talk about is what if you want to send something <laughs> mail? No, sorry. And I also <laughs> want to say though, I do want to say if you are ballsy enough to bring this shit up at Thanksgiving, which nobody fucking will <laughs> do it because that's fucking crazy. Do it if you just want to ruin your your fucking week. If you're home. not into football and you don't you want to sit there and watch the football game. But on the, Thanksgiving. the 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 best entryway into it is to talk about the war on drugs and how fucking prohibition has never worked in the history of the fucking world. Uh, making making any vice illegal has never ever worked. Or, like how long has prostitution been illegal and there's still fucking prostitutes yeah, everywhere? It just doesn't work. So stop stop trying to 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 get rid of it. Legislate morals. Fuck you. It's like instead of getting rid of it, suck my dick. Try to teach, for money. Try to teach why Please. you shouldn't do that. I'm broke. I'm just saying, like it's a good entryway. Yeah, you don't have to be. Works. You don't have to be a huh. And if you do have this the conversation at Thanksgiving, let us know. <laughs> uh, put it up on Vine. Is this going to even be out before Thanksgiving? What month is it? Uh, yeah, it'll be out. Yeah, what is it? It's still October. Yeah. Okay. All right. Happy Halloween, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry for being kind of a buzzkill. I just no, no, no. I, no, no. Anything about the anything about the fucking government? Of course, I'm going to be on your side. Like. 
We should have like a an emergency like person that we can bring in. But that makes you relatable to all these crazies that are that like. That's the other thing. Our show is called Real Life Sci-Fi, so everybody listening to this is not gonna. They all are. Their parents are dead because they murdered them while wearing fucking tinfoil like, hats. I'm 100 crazy to most of our parents. Yeah, and that's because they fucking deny the truth in every situation of their life, including their marriage. Good night. Night, everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on. Thank you for being here. Do you have anything you want to uh, plug? What's your Twitter like? Uh, watch Trip Take Season Two. Um, Ed A. Salazar. Wait, say, wait, wait, say your Twitter again. At Ed A. Salazar. S A L A Z A R. Meltdown Season Two is available on Comedy Central's website. Um, seems legit. Uh, as a live show that I also produce, come to that sometime. I mean, just hang with me. Like, find me on Facebook, and we'll just chill. Yeah, do you geotag? Geotag your Instagram. Ge- yeah, we'll, we'll follow find me on you. Snapchat. Yeah. Ed A. Salazar on Snapchat. Hey, Adam, very close to you. I just saw that picture of the taco you took. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks, I'm sorry everyone. I'm sorry that we got too political. I, uh, we got to stick to aliens and fucking Bigfoot. And yeah, shit. we'll do an alien thing next. But mostly like, because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I, no, I agree. It makes me uncomfortable, too, because like I'm, I, I really feel like if... I'm not saying that I'm going to be an enemy to the CIA. I'm saying if they just decided I was, then too bad for me. Yeah, you're, you're killed by a drone. Nice knowing you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Feral Audio. Hello, I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Yunt. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> suicide Buddies. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. <laughs> He's like, I mean, if you yeah. lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich- I don't know what you want from me. And my, uh, and my, my girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. People. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my- <laughs> <laughs>